Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ah, uh, yes. It's time for a brand new episode of Oldie Buddy Goodie. Thank you so much for pressing play on this new one. Before we jump right into it, very quick content warning for literally everything. This week's movie, The Animal, was something else. Uh, this is a very rude movie, so this is a very rude episode. Very explicit episode coming up right now, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it. As always, this show is brought to you by Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod. We are starting our series on Nicolas Cage in just a week. Next Wednesday is our first episode on that. But anyway, let's do it. Here it is, the animal. Enjoy. Imagine a year where Auga. What what year is that from, Zach? Because I don't want to go there. The year is 2001. Hello, and welcome to Oldie Buddy Goodie, the podcast where we're watching movies from 2001 in the order they came out in. We've had, uh, look, a mixed bag recently, but they've been fun. And now an episode that I hate, and I hate (laughs) you, and I hate everyone but our wonderful (laughs) listeners. My name is Sandro, you're Zach. (laughs) Oh oh my... Hello there. Yeah, I'm here. I feel a little different today. Something happened on the way here. Oh no, what 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 happened? I watched this movie and it was it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was the best movie I've ever seen. Sandra. Oh, I certainly hope you're joking. My my my. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I had a good fun time. I turned my brain off. And we've done a lot of bad movies, but this one definitely is so absolutely god-awful that it goes around, I feel. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think the difference is, like, all the comedies we've done this year, we've both watched, aside from one. Oh, yeah? The alternate option, Freddy Got Fingered. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a disgusting comedy. It's gross, mm. right? A man flings a newborn baby around by the umbilical cord <laughs> in a hospital. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's not funny. It's such a disgusting movie, but it's made like that to kind of trick the studio into funding it because they were like, we'll give you money. And he was like, that's a bad idea. I'm going to make the worst movie ever. (laughs) This, though, is like, what if someone did that seriously? Mm. And if I commit homicide, it's Rob Schneider's fault. (laughs) This drove me to the edge. Quote, unquote. I, I enjoyed watching this. This is this is what I needed. This is what I felt. I was fully in the mindset of this type of movie and mm. this movie. And normally I think this type of movie 
would have bored me to tears. But I think going in the knowledge that it was only like an hour. Yeah, it's really short. Because if, if this movie was an hour and a half, I'd probably uh, be there with you. I mean, it's an hour and 20. Yeah, it's yeah. An hour, well, no, it's an hour 12 with like seven minutes of credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, hour, hour 10 minutes, hour 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know what I say about most of these movies? They're usually an, uh, an hour and a half long, and I say they should have cut 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they already did that with this film. And I think it's the perfect length and the perfect movie. It was great. It's the length of a January movie. Oh, oh, this is a January movie for sure. <laughs> for sure. But this is like a January movie that I'd be happy to inflict upon someone else. It's just, I don't know. I think maybe there's some funny moments. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't laugh for most of it. I, I laughed at the ending. Which was genuinely hilarious. The ending. The ending where the black guy... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Funnily, funnily enough, I've seen that one scene with him. The first scene you see with him. Yeah. Where he's like, this is racist. They're treating me nice. The, I've seen that online before. So it's like, oh, this is where this film's gone. Yeah, that's like a pretty popular kind of stand-up bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delivered fine. I think that's one of yeah the jokes in this movie that work. It's it's pretty inoffensive. Oh, and that that mob star power had higher star power than the rest of the movie combined. Norm Macdonald and Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler. In a, wow. In the, in, in the mob. I was like semi expecting the nor the Norman Macdonald because he's in everything. Oh, uh, yeah, but also like I was expecting a cameo of some sort. Mm. I wasn't expecting two, though. Two made me go, whoa, what the heck is going on? (laughs) There's a third cameo uh, at some point as well. Like, some guy from um, Repo Man, Paris, Texas, or, like, Twin Peaks shows Mm. up for a bit. Like, Harry Dean Stanton. He's also an alien. Oh, yeah. He shows up for a bit as well, which is another cameo where I went, oh, my goodness, how did they get him? Mm, mm. I just think Say It Isn't So was a better movie. Anyway, um, the other options this week, That's the biggest insult you could have hit this film with. Your other options from this week, to be fair, those other two options, also terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this film was any good. But I I know for a fact that I enjoyed it way more than Sandro did, and that made me happy on the inside. (laughs) That, that, That pushed me through this movie more than anything else, was the knowledge that Sandro was suffering through this movie oh that put i put a smile on my face <laughs> i see why you enjoyed this you enjoyed this because you knew i would hate it look that is yes. fair enough yeah a a there's no awoogas in this no but i feel like there should have been yeah i just like the awooga sound i feel like it should have been that's the one thing this movie was missing it was a wooga it was a lot of and and elephant noises, which I lack the the trunk to make. Oh, yeah, he got horny, and then he went to a <laughs> bathroom, and he masturbated so much he made horse and elephant noises. <laughs> yeah, and he did it twice in a row. Yeah, and everyone heard him. I like how his horny noise is elephant and horse. Yeah, I know it's weird. Hey, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Not my first picks, but hey, that's what that's what animal guts will do to you. It's surprising that this is a 
PG-13 movie, especially considering, like, you know, like, sexual innuendos, they usually get a PG-13, not an R rating. Mm. But the amount of borderline bestiality that's in this movie... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I realized, we'll push it over the I realised... There was one scene that we both know we're talking about, which it was like, if if something different had happened, it definitely wouldn't have been a PG film. <laughs> I was like, is this going to happen in this film? No, no, because it's a PG film. At least, I was going to say, at least the bestiality moments in Say It Isn't So were funnier, <laughs> but they weren't. No, They no. were... Mm, I'd say um, this is on par, but yeah. the problem with this... This one, which makes it funnier for me, is that they kept this a PG film. That is funny. Yeah, yeah. That, I find it really funny them trying to do say it isn't so, but PG. Oh, we we can't have him say the fuck word. But if he goes into a bathroom and comes with elephant noises, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's that's a okay. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. By the way, content warning: bestiality. <laughs> Not again, Sandro! Not again! (laughs) Twice in one year! Where did we go wrong? (sighs) Alright, alright. Your other options are the other movies that came out this week in 2001 that we could have reviewed uh, were Wedding Night, a couple get married in Niagara Falls, and then everything goes hilariously wrong! Not as hilarious as... Other movies, probably more than this one. <laughs> Who's in it? Oh, it's a French comedy. Well, the French are known to be funny. Oh, no. The Negre Falls is uh, 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 filled with pastry. That's a terrible accent. <laughs> wow. I apologise to all our why French listeners. Yikes. Um, uh, why are they chefs? Why is it pastry? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. you got to watch the movie. I was more going for the, like, um, not to the Holy Grail, you know. Oh, this is actually kind of a funny concept. After winning a wedding contest, an architect and a game designer must decide if they love each other. Oh, okay. Maybe if that was the description instead of whoever wrote the garbage description that we had. (laughs) That might have been more interesting, yeah. And the other option was, what's the worst that could happen? Which was you next week, uh, last (laughs) week, picking this movie. Danny DeVito steals Martin Lawrence's ring. Martin Lawrence does whatever he can to get that ring back. Do you love me some Danny DeVito? This was a strong contender. If I hadn't picked this film, I probably would have picked the Danny DeVito film. Uh, Oh, the animal, the animal. Time for some animal facts. Did you know that kangaroos are marsupials? (laughs) (laughs) I did know that. Oh, did you know that koalas have STIs? Yeah, chlamydia, to be precise. Did you know that this movie sucks? Uh, did you know that uh, platypuses are uh, poisonous? Oh, really? Yes, they have poisonous little toes on the back of their legs. On the back of their legs? Yeah. How do they bloody... Uh, they do a backflip. A walk, then. Oh. They backflip everywhere. <laughs> Animal facts! <laughs> This movie was released June 1st. It's directed by Luke Greenfield, who is best known for a teen comedy called The Girl Next Door, which has a bit of a cult following. Never seen it, though. Uh, He made this after co-writing and directing a short film that Adam Sandler and his friends saw. Oh, nice. And then offered him a job to make this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw his friends in the movie as well. This is definitely an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 
I feel like you replace the main character with Adam Sandler, the movie changes in zero ways. I think it would get better, because Adam Sandler, he's at least, like, he at least commits. Oh, I feel like Rob Schneider committed pretty hard. Yeah, but he's boring, you know? What? You have Adam Sandler here, and he's like, ugh, I'm ooh, ooh, creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd be one of those French chefs. Oh, no, then I ain't gonna fall, it's for the best. <laughs> no. I, I liked Rob Schneider. He was good here. Uh, Rob Schneider co-wrote the movie with Tom Brady, who used to work on The Simpsons and Home Improvement. Uh, they also co-wrote Rob Schneider's more popular movie, I think, The Hot Chick in 2002. Ah, yes. The Hot Chick was mentioned a few times in the uh, reviews. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Rob Schneider is in it as Marvin Mange, why is he called Marvin Mange, Zach? Well, uh, you see, um, it's a little bit of an intellectual joke. <laughs> Not everyone would get this. Yep. But you see, Mange being his last name yeah. actually refers to something that um, commonly afflicts animals. Right. Uh, yet he's a human. Oh. But of course, uh, uh, as the movie... Uh, goes throughout its course we discover that he sort of becomes an animal so sorry i'm just arming my gun (laughs) i'm gonna have to lock my doors tonight (laughs) uh yeah look rob schneider he's he's obviously known for like grown-ups uh stand-up sketch snl Mm. during the 90s um this is his maybe second movie as the lead his first film was deuce bigelow male gigolo that's his first movie (laughs) wait that's the title that's the title that's an incredible title deuce bigelow male gigolo i've heard that it's like funny but i don't believe those claims (laughs) what is it called deuce bigelow male gigolo (laughs) it's about a Fish tank cleaner uh, who goes into business as a male sex worker to earn money to repair some damages that he did in his house. That's also oh, no. an Adam Sandler movie as well. I I'm, I kind of want to watch it, but at the same time, I definitely don't. Well, there's a sequel. We can do them both on Patreon. Oh my god, yes. We should totally do these as Patreons. <laughs> I... I do not want the next Police Academy series to just be Rob Schneider movies. <laughs> but I feel like it's going to be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, great. Well, we at least have to do Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. All right. Colleen Haskell plays Rihanna Hummingbird Holmes. Uh, she's not an actor. She was a contestant on the first season of Survivor. Ah, there you go. And then she got this movie role. And then nothing else. I thought Oof. that she's bad, mm. but of course she is. She was on Survivor. <laughs> wow. I thought she was fine. Why do you think she's in this? Do you think Rob Schneider had a crush on her and was like, hey, Adam Sandler, cast that lady from Survivor that I think is attractive. I think that's what happened. I think he may have just bumped into her one day and he was like, hey, you're cute. You want to be in a movie? And then he was like, I really want to lick her face. Oh, yeah. I really just want to lick that cheek. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, oh. Also, I learned something today. Gigolo is a male escort. I didn't know that. Oh, really? There you go. I used to think the gigolo meant clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mummy, mummy. 
Mommy, I want a gigolo for my birthday. <laughs> what? <laughs> John C. McGinley from Scrubs uh, is Sergeant Doug, the main sergeant guy. I think he was good. He's a great actor in Scrubs. And uh, this, he's, he's fine. He plays his role very well. Yeah. I like how even after having, uh, spoiler, his life saved, he still went for the kill. I thought that was pretty good. Which is great. Um, where do you think the guy that plays the mad scientist is from? Oh, um, what's those gruesome tales? What is it called? Gruesome tales? Uh, horror stories. What a... Like Goosebumps? Yeah, yeah. He gave me Goosebumps vibes. That's true. I meant what country is he from, though? That's oh, country? More specifically what I meant. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Germany. Um, I just throwing it out there. You asked. I mean, look, it's as good an answer as the answer, but it's <laughs> not the answer. He's from Australia. What? He's from Australia? I had no idea, mate. Yeah, he's from... Um... He's from Pact to the Rafters. He was in the castle. He lives in Melbourne. I'm pretty sure I've seen him at, like, a movie premiere. Oh, there you go. Uh, He is funny. Yeah, he's great. I like the ending of this movie as well, where we have, like, three people that are potentially the bad guy. Yeah. I like how the movie suddenly does that. That was very funny. There's a lot of smart comedy, but a lot more dumb comedy in this film. But occasionally a smart joke shines through. Yeah, like, occasionally it's like, that's a pretty good idea for a stand-up bit, or like a sketch mm. or something. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that they're stand-up guys doing a movie. Yeah. Where they're just kind of putting jokes in here and there, as sort of a thing for you to watch. Mm. And some of them land, and some of them don't. And I'm like, yeah, you could sort of tell, they're not really blended so much, is the word. I'm not looking, but they're very, it's very stand-up-y, you're right. Yeah. With the main one, of course, being Miles, who's played by Guy Torrey. The guy who's always on about, you know, reverse racism. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. very kind of stand-up sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought he was very good, and I liked that little stand-up bit. Yeah. Oh, he was in Pearl Harbor ah. uh, for a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. All right, this film's got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. 30% too much. It's a lot higher than I would expect. A lot of the critics, from what I could tell, were saying that uh, it isn't as offensive or gross out as a lot of the comedies that have come out in 2001. That's true. As we know. Uh, But they still called it a stupid Adam Sandler reject. (laughs) I mean... Woof. Rough. Pretty rough. The audience score is lower. 28 audience percent. Mm. That's not a sentence, but I'll, I'm not cutting it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. No cinema score, though. Ooh, no cinema score. That's weird. Instead of making you guess how much this made, how much do you think this cost? Ooh, that's a that's a tricky one. You 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 bamboozled me here. I was I was ready to see what it made, but what it costs. What do you think it cost? Yeah. Because like there was Daddy Adam Sandler there to foot the bill right so it is all under his production company yeah 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 so it could have cost anything Mm. and adam sandler likes to do a thing where he'll make the movie go to hawaii so he can relax in hawaii for a couple of months and then half-ass a movie with his friends (laughs) yeah yeah and then half-ass a movie with his friends and call it a day Yeah, yeah 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 absolutely and then that will be all footed under the bill of the movie, right? Yep. So, yep, that would all be under the budget. 
I'm going to guess 50 mil. Oh my God, you got it. <laughs> yeah? It's 47 million, yeah. Hey! Spot on, baby! Spot on, baby! This film had nothing to spend on. Nothing! There's nothing they spent on there. They needed animals and, like, two sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spent... 10 mil max on this movie and then had 37 mil put in their pockets <laughs> going to casinos doing whatever the fuck they wanted hell yeah oh, I'm right scam. on the money what an yes. absolute scam I'm so glad I big brained that admitting <laughs> exactly what that was oh that's so funny oh, dear <laughs> And even though it cost almost $50 million, it only made worldwide 84.7. 84. Wow, it still made money, though. It still made a little bit of money. Think about it, Sandro. Think about it, Sandro. It actually cost $10 million. Oh, So it made a huge profit. amount of money. Oh, sorry. What do I mean? What do I mean? The CGI in the movie was incredible. Was there CGI? Yes, there was CGI. One, the goat raised its eyebrows seductively. I think I was looking <laughs> at the bottom of my beer glass when that happened. Oh, it's for two seconds on screen. I'm so mad you missed that. When he's trying to seduce the goat, there's like that back and forth between them, right? Yeah. In one of the back and forths, the goat's eyebrow is like texture pulled you know oh my goodness all right there's two taglines and then we'll get into the plot i guess this first tagline is like such a we're grasping at straws for reasons for people to see this movie Mm, yep the producing team of big daddy has delivered another winner it's funny you should mention that because one of the reviews is verbatim just that in quotes (laughs) But I thought it was so funny, I put it in the review. I figured it was from somewhere. So I'll give that a thumbs up, because that's great. Yeah, that's the Adam Sandler movie where he's a dad, but he's also just a... He's he's a man-child, I think. I haven't seen it. I never will. Sounds great. Thumbs up. Patreon series where all we watch is Adam Sandler movies. Oh, no. I don't know if I want that, Sandro. <laughs> I don't know if I... I'm making a lot of jokes here, friend. <laughs> I love to joke. I, I love to dunk on old Adam Sandy, but I cannot stand some of his movies. Yeah. Like, I just think this so god-awful. And how he gets away with this shit is incredible. Like, just some of his modern movies, they're so gar... Like, how does he keep getting funding for this? Because people keep watching them. Because people keep watching them. Stop watching Adam Sandler movies! (laughs) Good lord! To be fair, though, I've avoided all of them. I watched Uncut Gems, and I was like, Adam Sandler's great. Mwah! Beautiful. He drops the stand-up special. It's great. He makes a Halloween movie on Netflix. I'm tricked. I press play. I'd stop after five minutes, but it still counts. They still get the money. Yeah. That's how they trick you. Yeah, that's how they trick you. Hey, yeah, I um, I was at a friend's place and they put on an Adam Sandler movie. It was like a family movie where he, a mall cop, but it wasn't mall cop. It was the guy from mall cop. Was it Grown Ups? I, I think it might have been Grown Ups. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a burp fart. Yeah, that's Grown Ups. Sneeze. Burp fart sneeze. So this was like the second or third one. Yeah. So I had no context for this movie. And it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, 
how? How did they get funding for this? This is incredible. The uh, second and final tagline is, He wasn't much of a man. Now, he's not much of an animal. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. They kind of fell flat on the an- land in there. I don't really know what it means. Well, he he was he was not much of a man before because he was a weak little baby. Yeah. Um. And then the second one is saying he's not much of an animal because he he's still not much more of a man, but he's got more animal in him now. He's an animal man. They're saying he's an animal man. Oh oh, he's not much of a man now. He's a goat fucker. <laughs> No, 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 not yet. Not canonically at the movie. Almost. Goat you know, you know he's cheating on Miss Survivor with that goat at one point. Oh, he will. You know he's going to. But but we haven't seen it yet. You can't... You can't... You can't Sandra, you can't put the goat before the man. I'm pretty wait. sure he's going to be putting that goat before him any minute now. But why? <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> I actively hate everything right now. You can't can't put the goat before the man before he fucks it. (laughs) (laughs) 2001 might have been a mistake. (laughs) Rob Schneider is in jail. (laughs) Hi, I'm Fearful Jesuit. Well, that's my pseudonym at least. I keep my identity secret because I'm the host of a show called The Paranoid Strain which takes a skeptical view of conspiracy theories. And some conspiracy theory fans are a tad touchy about that subject. My show is designed to help make sense of the insane ideas that seem to pop up constantly these days. Where do they come from? Why do people believe them? And how does their belief impact the rest of us? I'm inviting you to check out a very special episode we recently launched. It's a concept album about living through the year 2020 in a very conspiracy-addled United States of America featuring a full voice cast and dozens of original songs by our show's dedicated band, the Paranoid Strain Orchestra. It's called 9116, and it's available now in all of your favorite podcast apps. Just look up the Paranoid Strain and click on the logo with the terrified eyeball. Okay, uh, fine. The plot. Woo! It's plot time. They introduce her before they even introduce him. Because he's watching TV, and before we even know what he's about, they're already like, Oh, Holmes was up in a tree. Well, well, you can say they sort of introduced him by showing their th- the, his crappy house, right? Yeah, yeah, which we and- then find out is his garage in probably the best joke in the movie. Where he's like, alright, time to leave for work. He presses a button, and the side of his house yeah. folds up onto the roof because it's a garage door. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. Honestly, it didn't surprise me that he lived in a garage. No. And that his ga- that his entire wall folded up. Hey, I thought that was pretty impressive. I'd like to live in a garage and then have one of my... That was like a secret spy movie sort of reveal almost. I was like, wait... What is happening? Is he going to go into his secret lair? Is he Batman? And then it's just revealed, no, that's just a garage door. Although he does have a fish tank on the side of there. Yeah, which has like a, it has a thing on the top of it so the water can not all fall out. Yeah, I was like, I was was worried that it was all going to wash out. And then every time he comes back, he just pours more water in it or something. But no, no, he's thought of it. 
She's thought of it. But anyway, we see on TV Rihanna Holmes. Uh, she, she lived in a tree for a year. He wrote creepy poems to her that she thought were done by some mentally handicapped kid. Yeah, she says, quote, unquote, especially the mentally handicapped child that sent me these poems. I'm glad that they said mentally handicapped and not the other term. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that was a nice way of saying it. And then the Eye of the Tiger plays. (laughs) You know what? That's that's where the 30 million went to pay for, 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 like... Half of Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> That's the band Survivor. Is Adam Sandler friends with the band Survivor? <laughs> Did he just pay his friends $20 million to use? That's true. <laughs> their song. That's true. It's always a possibility. And then uh, he's at his job work, and for some reason they're touring around kids. Yeah, so he works as an evidence clerk at a police station. He wants to be an officer, but he keeps failing the tests, and so he's charged with uh, leading a school tour through the police evidence area. I don't know if you've ever been on a school tour before, Sandro. Yeah, a couple, a couple. But um, usually the teacher stays with the kids, like, the entire time. Yeah. To not leave them unsupervised. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that they don't, I don't know, uh, handcuff the guy... To the rack and spray loser on his chest. Because the kids want to get the marijuana that, that's in the evidence lockup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, everyone, real marijuana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, good point, good point. So I'm just saying, it's not really his fault. It's kind of the teacher's fault for not being there with the kids. Maybe. It was a terrible idea, leaving him alone with children. I, I, I like how they find spray paint and spray loser a lose on his chest. And then the officer comes in and is like, what's happening here? And he's like, oh, you missed an R. And he sprays the R on his chest to make it loser. Yeah. The sergeant is just a high school bully. He's not really... Yeah, a... he is just a high school bully for some reason. He's like really mean for no reason whatsoever. We don't get a single explanation. Like later on, it makes sense because he's like doing really well and sort of showing him up. And he's feeling threatened, so it makes sense. But early on, he's just an asshole, and we don't know why. They have the chat with his friends. Um, his friend is a fat guy. His name is literally Fatty. It's it's awful. They're at the food place, and Miles, who works in airport security, he's like, reverse racism, everyone's nice to me and giving me things first before all the white people. <laughs> And then Fatty's like, man, I wish I was black. <laughs> I would have my burgerings by now. I-, I liked the whole, like, subplot with him. He's just, like, totally treated nicer than everyone else yeah. because they're being nice racist. Yeah. It was funny, and it's because we live now in a post-9-11 world, but it is funny when they're like, airport security, I got, I, I was given supervisor because I know kind of what I'm doing and every other airport security guy is dumb. And I would say like, oh my God, 9-11 happened just a few months after this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I didn't think about this at all. I forgot. Yeah, that's, that's one of the plot points is, yeah, he's an airport yeah. security guy. Oh no, that's no good. I was just there like, oh man... That is a big oof. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think about that at all. Ugh. But also, 
I did like the joke where he's like, and I, I've been here 16 days and I got a promotion. <laughs> yeah. He's been working here five years. And do you know why he didn't get the promotion that I did? And he's like, because you're black. No, because he's stupid. <laughs> he's stupid. And he's smelling the like metal detector. <laughs> that was an okay joke. So he goes into the bathroom. He waits until everyone leaves. And then he lets, lets out just the massive fart you've ever heard. <laughs> Right as Rihanna Homers is walking into the men's bathroom because there's a line for the ladies one and she hears him fart and she's like, Ew, <laughs> you smelly boy. Uh... That's their meat cute. Yep. It's an ad on TV for badger milk. Oh, yes. What the fuck was this? <laughs> <laughs> I love badger milk. Badger milk was great. They even have a close-up of a random nipple of some, like, animal nipple (laughs) that's supposed to be a badger nipple. So they get badger milk out, and there's hot badger milk babes on TV. Um, It's relevant because of the ending, Sandro. That's why I mentioned it. It's still not relevant. It's still not relevant (laughs) for the... This doesn't... Like, it's not a plot point. Everybody remember that there's hot badger milk babes on TV. The mad scientist marries one at the end. That's that's it. No, you spoiled it. (laughs) No! That's like spoiling the ending of Memento coming out on Patreon. (laughs) Oh, it's out right now. You can check that out out right right now now. on Patreon. Yeah, this was the Memento of Coffee.com forward slash oldie buddy goodie pod. Um, Okay, we should probably talk about the plot of the movie. I mean, we have been, but the actual plot, because it starts now, although he met... Uh, what's her name in the bathroom? Anyway, uh, he's at the police station, and Fatty's like, "Hey, you you have to take care of the station by yourself because I'm going to a baseball team a game with the rest of the police force." And so Rob Schneider is by himself at the police station, and he's doing dumb jokes. And there's like this two second joke where um. Schneider's like pulls out a baseball glove and putting on like, oh man, I really love baseball. Yeah. And then he sighs and puts it away. And that never brought up again. And baseball's never brought up again. It's very the weird. Why he has the ba- well, this movie's one hour and like ten minutes long. Oh yeah, yeah. With like ten minutes worth of credits. There's stuff that was cut out. Oh yeah. Like the whole plot of this next bit, there was something cut out because he then is on watch at the police station and they get a call yeah. for an active robbery. Yeah. Schneider's like, hey, yo, any policemen, there's a there's a robbery going on, quick help. And then all the policemen are, of course, distracted by the baseball game. Which, by the way, the baseball game was happening at... Oh, wait, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Never... <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Higher comedy than this film. <laughs> He's like, okay, all the policemen are distracted by the baseball game. I'll get in my car. I'll drive there. And then uh, he nearly runs over a seal. What was this? (laughs) You set up that armed men are in a Japanese restaurant. Yeah. And he's going there to stop the armed men. We know that he has to get harmed. Yeah. So so the animal parts can be put in him and he's saved. Why do you not have him shot apart Robocop style? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then his cool. his remains are kind of put back together. Well, you see, Sandro, you say they were armed men, right? Yes. I'm saying they were Navy SEALs. If they made that joke, <laughs> then great. But all he does is he swerves when he sees a SEAL on the road and he crashes down a cliff. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it's a very long shot of this car going off the cliff as well, though. I appreciated it. It's just the joke from Hot Rod where Andy Samberg, like, he flies off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just keeps going down and down and down and down. Oh, and down yeah, and down yeah, down. yeah. It's, it's the, the it's most unoriginal joke. joke. It, it even does the thing where he gets at the end and he's fine, but then gets crushed by a boulder. Yeah. Which was funny. Which, to be fair, this was before Hot Rod. But Hot Rod is better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked, I liked, I liked that joke though. Of yeah. the whole, he's fine, and then something else happens. Like we all know it's coming, but it's still funny. But yes, I'm still mad that he didn't go to the restaurant. Yeah, like yeah. that's the obvious setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely. Why did he have to crash off a cliff because of a seal? Was the seal there because the mad scientist put it there yes. so that he could experiment on the guy? Because I think that's what they're alluding to, right? Absolutely. That's my theory for sure. Because you seal, you seal that seal <laughs> later on in the mad scientist's yeah. lab. So it's clearly his seal, right? Oh, how about this? All right. It's a spoiler for the ending, actually, so maybe I'll yep. say it later. Okay, hold on hold on for now. Also, also, I should mention, just before he goes on this chase, because um, he's alone at the police place, yeah. he has a uh, fantasy. He, like, grabs one of the guns and cocks it, and he has, like, a fantasy. But I love the fact that in his fantasy of being a cop, he, like, holds up a guy and he's like, put the VCR down, and the guy's... <laughs> And then he, like, imagines a conversation with him, and he's like, oh, you have a receipt, huh? Well, show it to me. And then he, like, grabs an imaginary receipt, and he's like, oh, sorry, sir. It's my first day on the force. Oh, dear. (laughs) I was like, no, no, even his fantasy's lame. Yeah. Which was fantastic. I love that. So, yeah, he crashes. He's he's so mangled that his, like, his broken foot is right next to his head in the car, right? Oh, he's yeah. so badly injured. The mad scientist, uh, we see this in, like, a 30-second dream thing. He's taken mm. to the barn, the mad scientist's barn. He's uh, stitched up with animal parts uh, and dropped back at his car a week later, mm. which is odd, but whatever. And then he goes back home and everything's different. Things are different. The dog that used to attack him now pees itself when it sees him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's weird. It's really weird. He gets the badger milk. And he's like, mm. and he slurps it down. Yum, yum, yum. That, that gloopy, yeah. creamy, sloppy, moist gloopy badger milk. Yum, yum, yum. He just slurps that down and he's like, hmm, this is pretty good. He's also in good shape now. He's got Mm. um, visible muscles Mm. for a comedian. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. He's also got scars all over his back. He, He like pokes one on his chest and he goes, ow. And then he turns around and we see giant scars on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also has a hairy ass for some reason. Because it's funny. <laughs> Harry butt. <laughs> Harry buttocks. Harry bum. <laughs> bum, bum. Peak of comedy. Um, so he goes to the door. Or did you have something else to mention? <laughs> I was just going to say, he, he now has like lots of physical strength, right? He starts running around. There's these whole scenes where he's running around. He's got like super strength. He's jumping. He's doing all these things. He throws away his inhaler mid-run. 
Oh, I forgot about the inhaler. Yeah, because he obviously earlier had an inhaler, right? Because he's this weak little baby man. Yeah, he's a soy boy fucking yeah, nerd. Yeah, soy boy. But, but then he's mid-run and he's like, oh, I feel fine. So he just throws away his inhaler. Yeah. Instead of thinking, oh, yes, uh, maybe I feel good now, but maybe after a bit more running, I'll actually feel bad. And I should keep a hold of my inhaler. He goes to a dog park. Rihanna's there. She's got dogs. All the dogs are like, woof, woof. And she's like, I'm not an actor. Why am I in this movie? I need help, please. This weird man's trying to lick my face on set constantly. Woof. She looks visibly uncomfortable for a lot of this movie as well. I, I, I just kind of want to put that out there. I thought I thought that was a choice. <laughs> Maybe it was an acting choice. I don't know. Anyway, he catches a dog frisbee and she's like, haha, you're funny. Come to the shelter, the dog shelter where I work out sometimes. And he's like, sure. He goes to the airport. We get that whole scene that we mentioned earlier. Yep. Yep. Uh, There's this random he's... guy. Yeah, go on. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. After you, please, please do No, I think you should do this one because you liked this movie and I hated it. And therefore, I think you do it more justice I than me. I love this movie. This movie's great. This is the best movie I've ever seen, Sandro. Because while he's at the airport and they're making this joke where the guy, uh, the a guy who just got recently promoted, he's smoking. Um, he's blowing smoke in people's faces, but they don't care. Why? Because he's black. Yeah. And it's reverse racism. It's reverse racism. But while he's doing this, Adam Sandler, I mean, Rob Schneider, picks up the scent of something. He goes... Oh my god, I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Smell something. (laughs) Quick, follow me. And, you know, being the reasonable human being, uh, the uh, security guy uh, follows him, abandoning his post at the... uh, Security section. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense now because you, as you pointed it out, this is before 9 11. Hadn't happened yet. No one cared about airport security. It was so relaxed back then. That is true. It probably did happen. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, he, he follows his nose and he catches up with this really nervous guy that they talked to earlier. He seemed yeah. really jumpy for some reason. And uh, he full on body tackles him and then bites his leg. Yeah, and then the cops run up and are like, what are you bloody doing? Stop that right now, mate. Stop that right now. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he has drugs on him. Yeah, he's got drugs on him. So the cops are like, all right. And they pat him down and he's like, he's got no drugs on him. What are you you talking about? But then Rob Shine is like, I can smell it. I can smell it. And he locates where the drugs are. It's in his prison wallet. Oh, no. The drugs are in his bum. And then he reaches on in. And he pulls out a bag of heroin. He reaches up a guy's ass. <sighs> then the worst joke of the movie happens. Which I will admit, I was like, oh no, this is not aged well. I've, I, I actually said, what the fuck, out loud? <laughs> There's two gay guys at the airport. Uh, and one of them says, I hope he's on our flight. Look, it's, oh. it's not... It's not the worst. No. But it's pretty like, okay, the joke is that they're gay. Yes. We're still doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like the, the fat jokes and everything. It's just like... Also, the obvious joke there, right, is, 
Oh, I oh I wonder if he's a gigolo. You reference his previous movie. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's that's like another that, joke, yeah. you know. Oh man, is mm. that the gigolo from the news? I don't know what happened in that movie. He probably ends up <laughs> in the movie on the news though. It's an Adam Sandler film, probably. So then they hold a press conference, and the press. This is are, great. <laughs> I love this. The press are like, "Excuse me, is it true that you can smell things in people's bums?" And then all the press are, like, asking him questions. Come on, mange, what's up my butt? What's up my butt? And then he's like, you've got your keys in your butt. And he's like, you guessed correctly. Okay, I might have laughed at this one because they were like, oh, he's good. Wow, yeah. They were all, like, nodding their heads like, oh, yeah, no, that's pretty impressive. He smelt my car keys up my ass. Well done. Why would you keep them there? Why would you keep them? Your car, why? Like, like, like your water bottle. That's fine. <laughs> what? No, it's not, Sajo. You want something that's <laughs> round. <laughs> Do you keep your water bottle up your ass? I'm not taking you... any questions at this moment in time. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no safer space. Look, if what what if you keep forgetting your car keys, Sandro? You're not going to forget your car keys if you can feel them up your ass, can you? But also, also, my theory is that he put them up. He put he put the car keys up there to test. Mr. Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to mm. test him. I'm <laughs> just saying. So I feel like it totally makes sense that this guy put khakis up his butt. How how are the two <laughs> rudest episodes we've ever done not from the eighties? I'm amazed. I guess yeah, it's because it's yeah. a gross out period of comedy movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've also tried to avoid some of the the really like just gross movies back yeah, then. But like, like Revenge of the Nerds and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, we, we haven't done Revenge of the Nerds. Um, this brings up a question. How can he smell... How can he smell khakis up a um, guy's ass? Like, drugs have a smell, right? Because dogs can smell everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's also... Not also dog, but we know he has elephant, right? And elephants have good senses of smell. Apparently. Well, they have a trunk, right? Big, big schnapps. I feel like that would make them less good at smelling because there's such a long place to get up there. You know, there's a lot of like the scents are gonna take so long to get there that like some of them will like die out along the way. (laughs) No, it has it all along the trunk, right? What is? I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I I don't know. It's a comedy podcast. I'm making jokes. (laughs) All right, take the water bottle out of your ass for one second, Sandro. No, fine. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think keys have a very unique smell. They do smell, but they're not, like, it's just like a metal smell. So I think it's it's more impressive, I would say, yeah. that he can smell the car keys and know that they're the car keys of this one individual and that they're up as well. And the face you were making. <laughs> I hate this movie. I just hate this movie so much. I'm staying longer on this scene than the scene lasted itself. I think this is, like, my proper half-star of the year. Like, Say It Isn't So was close, but this is the half-star. Say It Isn't So gets a one-star thinking about this movie. That's just... This is the most I've enjoyed podcasting with you. Just seeing how pained you were every time I kept bringing it back to the car keys. Oh, it's so beautiful. You have I no hate idea. this film oh. so much. All right. Can, can we move on? 
we're, we're nearly lasted longer than the movie itself. Um, In ter- this episode will be longer than the movie, probably. Oh, absolutely. Mad Scientist shows up and is like, Hey, g'day, mate. Uh, you're causing too much attention. I'm going to lock you in this giant human cage. Giant human cage? Well, first he Whoa. has a blow dart that knocks him out the same way it knocks out a lion slash elephant. I think it was like, a, yeah, an elephant slash gorilla. Because Maybe they're gorilla. Yeah. renowned gorillas are renowned for taking ages to get knocked out. Mostly because they just are so thick boys they are thick that boys they just don't understand that they've been knocked out yeah and they will just keep going i i know there's that old phrase saying you could shoot the like well it was it's not a saying but like you could shoot a gorilla and it will just keep going because it just doesn't realize it's dead yeah it's like it just hasn't reached its brain yet that sort of thing uh so yeah we see a scene of um uh, Rob Schneider flailing around making animal noises before he finally gets knocked out. Gets knocked out. And he gets taken to the barn. There's a giant mm. hamster wheel. There's Michael Jackson's monkey. <laughs> yeah. Which, for legal reasons, they can't name. It was hilarious. The, the, the monkey... <laughs> the monkey does a moonwalk, Sandro. And the scientist is like, you seem to be in control, whatever. You can live your own life. Yeah, but, um... There's a, there's also, like, a giant... He, like, gets for the guy a giant hamster wheel. Well, is it for him, though? Is it for him? Well, maybe it wasn't in the beginning. Mm. Maybe, like, it was, a, it was originally for a different person, but may, maybe. Yeah. There's a giant, like, bird bell, like, seed bell that you give to birds, but this one was huge, which didn't make any sense because the seeds would still be small. So why are they big seeds? I feel like this movie isn't very realistic sometimes. No. Just going to throw it out there. Anyway, he's like, you can go out. It's fine. There's one moment that I want to mention where he eats out of the garbage. Like the sergeant or something's like, you depressed love you. So you're you're on the force now. Good work, Rob Schneider. And Rob Schneider's like, thank Mm -hmm. you. And then he eats out of the garbage, and I think the commissioner or someone like walks in and is like, oh, don't be ashamed, son. I've eaten out of the garbage before. And just the way that he t- delivered that line <laughs> was kind of funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was good. I think the commissioner is one of the better characters that just doesn't get much screen time. Yeah, who's he played by? Let's have a look. Let's have a look here. While, you, while you're doing that, he goes out then on patrol. He's, he's like ticketing a parked car. Um, when the worst scene um, that's in every comedy movie happens, where there's a hot girl. <laughs> yeah, that's the music. Oh, it's in every film as well. Yeah. Every film. And there's just this hot girl, and a guy gets distracted, and then the girl, like, drops something, so she's bending over all sexy. <laughs> Um, and he gets so horny, it's the peak of comedy, he gets so horny, he just starts banging the mailbox. He's humping a mailbox because he's, he sees this girl and he's holding onto it and he's getting horny, so he just starts humping it. And of course, making horse noises for some reason. Yeah, every time he reaches a conclusion of sorts, he makes horse noises. 
Which, <laughs> I mean, horses are known for having, like, massive schlongs. Yeah. But aside from that, they're not really, like, sexual animals. No, no, you would go for, like, rabbit, although they don't make much sounds. Rabbit, yeah. We'll it's like, more um... of a humping action for that. Or, like, a dog. A dog. Because they're known to hump and things, so you could go... <laughs> yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why they went for horse and elephants. That's weird. Yeah, it's just, like, they're, like, loud sounds, so it's worse because he's he's climaxing. So the louder the sound, the worse that sound is in that situation because yeah. it's getting more attention. Like, two old people passing by who are, like... What the fuck? That guy's making elephant noises and humping a mailbox. I thought it was kind of funny when he was like, Oh, yes, that mailbox is not going to move. It's pretty stable. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, it's a, it's a pretty good excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, I hate this scene. He goes to the pet shelter and tries to eat a catfish. Mm. Oh, yeah, he nearly does. He, like, gets it in his mouth before the girl comes back and is like, Hey, what are you up to? And he's like, sopping wet. And he goes, oh, uh, fish tried to escape. Uh, you should put a lid on this. Yeah, that was kind of good. And they've got a tiny little baby vulture. Yeah. And the vulture won't eat anything. And so he gets a worm. He chews it up in his mouth. And then the vulture pecks at it from inside his mouth. And look, when you think about it, kind of gross. But actually, I was like, that's that's actually not a bad moment. No, no, no. That was that was the most, like, make sense part of the movie. Because the, they've been trying to feed this baby vulture yeah. live worms. But, of course, the baby vulture isn't used to live worms. It no. was used to chewed up exactly. junk that the uh, mother would vomit into its mouth. Yeah. So, of course, Schneider has to do a little chew. Chew up the worm. Yum. And then uh, the baby vulture eats it. Um, it might be one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, but <laughs> it made sense. I thought it was like, I thought it was disgustingly wholesome. Because like, yeah, the yeah. look on like Rihanna's face as well, it's like, oh, that's sweet. And meanwhile, the audience was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's great. That is That was like, if the comedy was more like that yeah. throughout the whole film... It would have been a way better film. But then it would just be Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, we should watch Dr. Doolittle. Way better film. It is a better movie. I, but I feel like this could have could have done with a bit more Doolittle in it, I feel. Yeah, because he did too much, including a mailbox. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he, he went full Dr. Doolittle because he also kind of talks with the bird, right? Yeah, he talks with the bird. Yeah, he goes cheap, 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 and then it talks back to him. He has a fight with an orangutan, which ends in, like, a nipple twist. Yeah, yeah, nipple twist the orangutan. Uh, it's so dumb. Doesn't matter. Moving on. No one cares about the stupid... Uh, uh, he's, got to in- he's got to ignore his instincts, because what's been happening is, like, he's yeah. been breaking into meat shops and eating too much food and mm. walking around with a giant belly that he's got to work off. So he's like, you need to be trained to ignore your instincts. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he wakes up one day and he's in a meat shop. So he runs back to uh, the scientist boy with a giant flabby belly. Um, and then the next scene, we see him in the hamster wheel and the flabby belly's gone. So apparently he just worked it off immediately. But they spent uh, $1 million on that fake belly just so Adam Sandler could wear it around his house to... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
give it no it's that's definitely a gag gift he got for one of his friends was a giant fake belly giant fake belly yeah. and he just used it on set once so he could use it as a tax write-off yeah there's this joke where the mad scientist is like you need to learn how to ignore your sex drive I could help you with that. Oh, no. And at first we're like, oh, no, the scientist is going to jerk him off. But no, it gets worse somehow. It gets worse somehow. It gets worse. Because Michael Jackson's monkey comes out in a lingerie dress. The monkey seemed real eager to bang. The That's monkey all I was so eager. <laughs> I, uh, that was the most disturbing part of that scene. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, he okay. So that was the first. Like, are they gonna do something weird with these animals? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, wait, is is there gonna be bestiality? Uh oh. And immediately we get the second one because he goes out on patrol with the main cop sergeant guy. One of yep. the things they have to do is like check out a goat farm for some reason, and they've got one goat separate from the rest. Uh, it's this horny female goat, right? Yeah, she's in heat, yeah. and so the farmer has put them separate from the other goats because all the other goats can't resist her. All the male goats want some of that uh, shank. <laughs> a rump, maybe. <laughs> and so they leave Rob Schneider alone Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On starts playing. <laughs> and he starts feeling up the goat. What the... What? Yeah. Why? And we get, like, angles of the goat where I'm like, I don't want to look at a goat in this angle. <laughs> Please stop. He, he like, chats up this goat. Um, at one point, you missed it, unfortunately, because you were, at this point, drinking heavily. I was... But, um, yeah. understandably so. Um, he makes, like, a remark... Something about the goat, and then the goat like raises its eyebrow seductively. Yeah, it's a CGI eyebrow raise, and I was like, "No, you did not make the goat just do that." Hang on, I'm gonna, I'm going back to the tapes. I've got to have a look at this. Yeah, you, you got to watch it. It's, it's two seconds, so blink and you miss it. All right. Yeah, he's, he's like, "What's up, goat? How you doing?" Mm. Oh my god. They they went into Photoshop yeah, and they yeah, dragged they the top of the goat's eyes yeah, up and down. Yeah, they did. That's what I said. That's what I said. They did the stretch. They just stretched it. It's so bad. What the hell? So what happens is he starts kissing the goat. Oh, yeah. He starts snogging the goat. And then he's like, yeah, goat, yeah. And he slaps the goat's bum. And then the goat kicks him so hard he flies into a lake or something. Yeah, he, f- he flies, like, a metre away. So then uh, they're driving along again. They see Rihanna, and the sergeant's like, Hey, how you doing? I'm going uh, to teach you the moves, Ooh. kiddo. I'm going to show you how it's done. I'm going to I'm gonna get in this random girl's pants. I'm going to bang her. Wham, gonna, bam, bam. Thank you, Thank Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> Thank you, random survivor contestant. <laughs> um, so he gets out and is like, "Hey, baby, you wanna you wanna go with me on a date? Hey, you wanna bang? Hey." And she's like, "Actually, I'm going out with Mange." And Mange is like, uh, uh. 
And the sergeant's like, oh, bloody goddammit, mage, you bloody cock blocked me, mate, how dare you? You're off the force. I'm gonna fucking slam you in the floor. But we have to go to the mayor's place. So uh, I'll do it later. The mayor was played by Santa Claus from uh, The Walking Dead. Oh. This character's name's not Santa Claus, but he's the, he's the old man from The Walking Dead, and he's good in that show that's not good, oh. but sometimes is. Oh. Anyway, he's in this. He chases a cat around, he gets a hairball, he's fired. Yeah, but then, just as he's fired, he's like, wait, did you guys hear that? And he quickly runs through the crowd again. He leaps into the nearby pond. Mm. The nearby lake. <coughs> he doesn't he doesn't just leap, he dives, flailing like a a, a, a large salmon. Yeah. Leaping up river and swims down like a flailing fish to then pick up. It's pretty good physical comedy. Uh it was pretty dumb is what I thought. <laughs> um he picks up the mare's kid and like swims him to shore kind of like swiss army man oh yeah it was a bit like swiss army man for for two seconds we had like a swiss army man motorboat don't say motorboat (laughs) but yeah 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 no it's true then they're all like cheering they're like yeah you saved the mayor's kid and then for some reason uh he does like a seal or 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 um and then does like a flip out of the water like a dolphin I have no idea what was fucking going on at that point. Really dumb. He goes on a date. The question is... No, no, no. Here's the thing, Sandra, right? Oh, I want to move on. I know you want to move on. (laughs) I know you want to end this episode. It's already gone far too long. But we know for a fact that the organs that were put into... I knew you were going to mention this at some point. Yeah, yeah. Are from circus animals that were left behind, which makes sense. I'm sure that's happened. Yeah, it's all circus animals. And, and like, rejects from zoos and other things. Like, the scientist didn't buy, like, new animals. He just got them from random places. Mm -hmm. They're all land animals. There's no tank. There is a seal, though, I will admit. But he he swims like a a dolphin. Where's the dolphin from? What's what's the deal with the dolphin part? Uh, uh, look... It's a movie, and... Oh, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense now. Uh, Also, the clear answer there was that he had imported fresh dolphin liver... Probably. ...to consume, but instead of eating it, he he decided to put it in this random man he just found. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, tried to kill with his assistant. With his assistant. And a seal. It's date time. They go... Mange and Rihanna go on a date. Uh, she's vegan. It's a it's vegan jokes. I hate them. Let's as a society move on, please. <laughs> At least it kind of made sense though, because she works at an animal shelter. It makes sense. Like she's an activist. It yeah. makes sense that she's vegan. It would make less sense if she wasn't vegan, though. Later on in the movie, it's revealed she's not that vegan because she eats. Spoilers. That's right. If you spoil the movie, she'll eat them. I don't know. Uh, there's this creepy Italian waiter. I wh- whatever. He yeah. like he bull rams him outside the restaurant later, <laughs> which was funny. I did not expect him to like fucking ram into the guy. The guy slams into a garbage bin. I'm like, ow! 
That looked like it fucking hurts. Yeah, I mean, that waiter, though, to be fair, like, pretty oh, bad. Oh, was the worst. I was like, oh my god, that that is sexual harassment. That is not okay. You know what else is sexual harassment? It's Rob Schneider spraying pheromones under the table from his penis. <laughs> that was funny. What the f- um, fuck? <laughs> not the worst thing he does in this sequence, but pretty bad. Yeah, I was about to say, that's not the worst thing. Because he gets horny watching her. So, multiple times, not just once in the scene, multiple times he yeah. excuses himself to go through to the bathroom so he can aggressively masturbate while making loud animal noises that all the other patrons can hear. You know, how is this PG-13? I don't know. Because then they walk back to her house... He's like, no, I won't go in. No, not on the first date. And she's like, okay, goodbye. And then he marks his territory all over her doorframe. <laughs> I wrote it down just so I remember. Oh, he does it again. Wow. Incredible. Uh, yeah, he doesn't go in because he says he might attack her. And she's like, well, thanks for being honest. A bit weird, yeah. That's a... That's a pretty red flag if he says something like that. That's an incel thing to say. Uh, that That is that's an incel a, thing. That's yeah. a big red flag in my books. But anyway. A cow's murdered. A bunch of cows are murdered. Yeah. And in what what is probably the funniest line in the movie, next to that one where the police captain's like, you've been eaten out of the garbage, the police captain says, we think it's the work of Satanists. Mange, do you worship the Dark Lord? And he goes, uh, uh, no, no. And the sergeant, it, he doesn't say anything. He just does this, like, damn it. <sighs> kind of, yeah, he does that kind of action, which was so funny. It was, that guy is great. And I can't find, I don't know who he is. I'm oh. looking here. I can't find his name. Damn, damn. Hey, if you're listening, random dude, you were the best bit of this movie for sure. And also, also, because that brings up the question, right, Sandro? Yeah. Was it, damn it, because he thought he'd got him with Satanists? He thought he would just admit to being a Satanist. Yeah. Or damn it, because he's a Satanist. I and think he was he's hoping a Satanist. Find- well, because he admitted yeah. to eating out of the garbage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. he had to have made a deal with Satan to become the police chief. Or whatever. Uh, that's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think the police chief was was a police chief and just so happened to also be a Satanist. Also be a Satanist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought uh, was very funny. Yeah. If that's the case. Because he calls him the Dark Lord as well. <laughs> Which is funny. Dark Lord is a funny name. Um, yeah. They have a drawing of the guy based off the description the farmer gave of the man running out of the cow field. And it looks just like Rob Schneider. So he's kicked off the force. Yeah. Um, and in the scene where he's kicked out, he's real nervous. He's cleaning himself like a cat. Oh, and, yeah, um, yeah. you know, he's cleaning up and down his legs, his legs all the way up and his face is in, is in his crotch. And then the police captain's like, hey... I'm going to have to ask you to teach me how to do that. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's, that's a, a self-fellatio joke, an, I believe. That's an okay joke, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's a terrible joke. Rihanna comes over to his, like, garage house, and he's, like, beaver dammed up one of the walls. Yes. 
I believe it's to try and contain himself, right? Oh, the stage. Okay. That's what I believe. Because oh, he asks her to handcuff him. Mm. And then we get the joke where she's like, yeah, last night, you know, you were in the handcuffs and then I was in the handcuffs. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, because he wants her to tie him up so he doesn't go on a rampage. But then he wakes up the next morning and he's not tied up. And he's like, what happened? And yeah, she says that. And the whole town are outside his garage because he attacked a farmer guy. Yeah, a uh, a bird poacher? Bird hunter? Bird hunter. Oh, maybe that was Harry Dean Stanton. Maybe that was the guy from Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was his cameo, the hunter, right? So the police break into his garage and he jumps out the window. Mm -hmm. Um, Schneider's on the run. Um, he's leaping over gates and and hedges like an antelope. There's like uh, the cops enlist the town people. We get the funniest uh, character in the movie, I think, next to the police captain, which is like Norm Norm McDonald. <laughs> he is man who has lighted his torch before night time yes. and really wants to use his torch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, hey. Uh, I have a question. When do we light our torches? Oh, at night. Okay, I have a follow-up question. (laughs) If some of us have already lit our torches, (laughs) would that be okay? Could we keep them? That was so funny. And then he's also like, by the way, if we split up in two, is there a place where we can come back as... Like, the two groups re-emerge as one group... Is that a thing that we can have? Like a secret meeting place. (laughs) Great. Very funny. Thank you, Norm MacDonald. He is a legend um, and will be sorely missed. Uh, Fucking love that guy. Um, So, yeah, they they chase him. The sergeant finds him. He's got a jeep. It's a giant chase scene. But then Schneider goes all uh, horseman as he goes on all fours. And we and we see the like dash of the 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 Humvee, the the thing, and it's like it's going sixty miles per hour. Yep, yep. And he and uh, Schneider's still getting away, and then uh, he crashes the car. Crashes car. Oh yeah, he follows on foot, and then Schneider comes across a canyon, which is just in the middle of the ground. And that was uh, CGI, by the way. There was a lot of CGI in the scene. I reckon that. Yeah, I believe that. And then he, of course, with his super horse antelope powers, jumps the canyon. But then uh, the evil cop bully uh, poor pickupper liner <laughs> yep. uh, says, <laughs> real word, look it up, mm-hmm. um, says, uh, yeah, no, I can definitely do that. Yeah. And then he tries to leave a class, but of course fails. And does that, like, cartoon thing where he goes, ah! Yeah, like, the sound is him falling all the way down. Oh, 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 that police guy died. Great. Oh, no. Good, some death in this movie, that's what we need. But then, of course, uh, we uh, see an overhead shot, and you see the guy is actually hanging from a branch. So, of course, Mange, he uh, leaps to the rescue and, like, hangs down to pick up the police guy he hangs by his feet, hooked onto the branch. 
And he saves the uh, he, he saves Mr. Mean Cop, uh, who's probably gonna get arrested for some racist shit later. Um, yep. uh, b- uh, but he's like, "You saved me, but I'm still gonna shoot you. I'm still gonna shoot you." And I was like, "Hey, at least this this cop guy's he's his character is consistent. It's not like." Oh, you saved me, now we're best friends sort of thing. It's no. like, nope, I'm still going to shoot you. Still going to shoot you. But then, but then we go into the eye of a cat. A cat that's leaping around the trees. Oh, but but wait, Sajo, there's a few cuts before this scene happens. And then my favourite part of this movie, because the Doctor's like, there's a second beast that I made, and he's killing things, and we need to stop him. And then the doctor takes off his shoe and, oh my god, he's got claws on his feet. Maybe he's the monster. Uh, we see a scene where um, Fatty and his uh, other friend are walking into the forest. And um, Fatty's like, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm sorry. I'm really hungry. And he looks at the camera. And then we're like, is he the other beast? Oh, yeah. But then there's a third scene where the girlfriend goes into the forest and um, the commissioner there, he's like, you shouldn't be out here in the forest, little lady. And then he like licks his lips or something. I don't know. I can't remember. And, And he's like, oh, maybe he is the monster. I love this bit. This was my favourite bit. I think it's convoluted and stupid. Um. Oh, it's absolutely convoluted and stupid, but I love that they just do this random bit like uh, who's done it sort of thing. It's like, who is the other monster? Just out of nowhere. I thought that was very funny. I liked the part with Fatty. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But then they just kept doing it. And I was like, why? Yeah, the police commissioner was pushing it, but I liked it. But anyway, we see cat eyes climbing through the trees. We see the POV of the cat attacking uh, the the bad policeman with the gun and saving Mange. And we pull back and it's Rihanna. What? Not the character, the pop star before she was famous. Oh my God, it's Rihanna. I'm such a big fan. (laughs) No, but uh, yeah, it's the character it's not the actual a live no. pop star rihanna unfortunately her. she was 14 when this came out so i certainly yep. hope she wasn't anywhere near this production <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then uh rihanna's like oh yeah i'm beast i killed the uh the bird hunter because he was gonna kill the vulture yeah and so as an audience we're like oh that's totally forgivable now that you did an actual murder and ate a man you're a cannibal but because you did it for a good reason we're okay with that. Well it's fine because immediately right like if it was like I killed him the rest of the movie happened right if that's what happened then mm. the audience would be like that's weird right you would be thinking about it for the rest of the movie. This movie is actually quite smart. What it does is it has Rob Schneider say a joke that immediately takes your mind off of mm, mm, the fact mm. that she murdered someone and distracts you so that it is fine and the plot can move on. Because Rob Schneider's like, oh, you're a cat. That makes sense. No wonder you have six nipples. And I was like, why did we see that? <laughs> so then the mob, they catch up with them and are like, we're going to kill you. And who's in the crowd? But his friend, the black guy. Oh, I was going to say Adam Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler's there as well. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about Adam Sandler. He's there. And I was like, whoa, you can cut his freaking balls off. 
Yeah, he does. Um, he does like he does a, a Jazago voice from Aladdin. Yeah, but he's also like like Down syndrome or something. It's that character that he always does. Yeah, is really stupid voice. I hate it. Oh, you can cut his balls off for Madden Chandler. Hi. I, oh, God. That's pretty spot on. I hate how spot on that was. That was very accurate, and it hurt to hear. Hi, I'm Adam Chandler. You should use that voice more. Well, yeah. That's your best voice yet. Ah. It's it's 100% accurate. But then, of course, yeah, his friend is like, I did it. Yeah. The, the black guy, I should say. And then all the rest of the crowd are like, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay that you murdered a guy. Uh, yeah, and that's the end of the film. Which, I mean, like, the rule of threes, they do it exactly three times, yeah. which is pretty good. And I think that that is one of the, a pretty good running joke throughout the movie. Speaking of rules of three, um, it finishes it off with uh, a scene where they're at, like... An animal sanctuary run by both Mange and Rihanna. Yeah. Um, and they have some babies going on. And just as they're snuggling on the couch, uh, the goat passes by. And he side-eyes the goat. Like, I'ma get some of that. Oh, yeah. It ends on a freeze frame of him checking out a goat. Yep. That's the end of the movie. What an appropriate note. I hate this film. I hate it. I think this is the worst film of the year. It's just unfunny and boring and Rob Schneider. Because, like, Adam Sandler, at least he commits to roles. Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider can't act. Oof. He's not. He's just, he's boring. I, Adam, Adam Sandler, I hate. But Rob Schneider, I was okay with. I was fine. Like an entire movie of him being like, gah, 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 I like animals. Hi, I'm Adam Sandler as main, and I like animals. Again, I would turn that off. I could, I would walk out of the theater. <laughs> I mean, I would too. But it would be better than. Uh, yeah, I've got animal parts uh. in me. I'm gonna. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, animals. That is true. He goes from this like monotone nothing to suddenly acting his like. That that's the real problem is that he goes from not acting very much at all, yeah, like just being chill, to going full eleven ham with his acting, yeah. Whereas I feel like Adam Sandler would go that in between to high. He would go medium to high instead of low to high. Yeah. Uh, I like elephants. <laughs> I don't know. Quote unquote. I don't know what Adam. Uh, I like. <laughs> Sandro 2022. Oh, beautiful. I look, the fact that this movie is one hour and 20 minutes long and it came out during summer. Yeah. It's it it gets the January award purely for its runtime. Because if a movie is less than an hour and a half, the studio don't have faith in it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and I, I I think that was a it was a great runtime, and I'm very glad that this is a short film. Um, and I will definitely bring it up again. I, this is like, if we do, like, a movie no, party, right? I will walk out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, we 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 choose movies to go in. Yeah. One of my choices will be this, but I'll do, like, an edited version where it's just the, the like, him making animal noises parts <laughs> and any scene with the goat. It's just, like, a 20-minute supercut. 
Yeah, yeah, 20 minute supercut of this movie. Yes. Uh, That's what I want to do. A 20 minute supercut where it's just the jokes and zero plot. I, yeah. It's a January award for sure. It's an oldie and a January award. I love it. I will be watching it again. Not anytime soon, though. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, all you guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I'm Nick. And I'm Maddie. And, and we're, we're the hosts, hosts of WTF, WTF is Happening. Australia's number one pop culture podcast, as voted by our mums. We're here to be your weekly 60-minute pop culture catch-up. You can expect stories from our personal lives that basically guarantee we'll never get a date. Legendary guest interviews where we find out which cultural moments shaped their lives. And honestly, just a touch of, like, chaotic, frantic energy. Now, as soon as you're done with the iconic podcast you're listening to right now... Go and listen and subscribe to us. Agreed. Cute. <laughs> Anyway, there aren't any sequels to this movie, but it's time to come up with one because who? Oh my! I we committed to doing this bit, and now we've got to keep talking about the animal. Mm, but not just a sequel, Sandra. We've got to combine it with another movie. We've got to do a crossover, Sandra, because this is part of the show where we grab a random episode that we've done before, yeah, and combine this movie with the movie that we covered then. So what's our random number of the week, Sandra? I'm generating that, that number right now. It's number 82, Zach. Ooh, that was a while ago. That's a good number. I like I 82. That was our what's second year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Falcor! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's the never-ending story. Oh, my God, this is perfect. Because I love that movie. And for actual no reason, you hate that movie. It sucks. I hate the never-ending story story it's, it's awful it's it's a great kids film it's it's not it's the best unfortunately i have to combine it with this swill garbage yeah which will ruin it eternally for me because you know what's gonna happen right rob schneider tries to fuck falco <laughs> yes absolutely first off yes <laughs> i mean course. who wouldn't i hate this episode can i just say <laughs> This is our worst episode, and not because it's, like, off the walls, like, crazy, like, like the Jungle Book episode. Just because yeah. I I personally dislike everything that we've said. <laughs> everything I've been forced to say because I watched this movie. Okay, okay, okay. He tries, but Falcor is... He's celibate. He's, he's waiting... He's... He's waiting till marriage. Wait, so the whole plot is Rob Schneider seducing Falcor? No, it's not the whole okay. plot. That's one random fucking joke, Sarjo. I was like, you start going in depth about this, and I'm like, is this the whole story? No, no, it's not. Why would you make a whole plot about Adam Sandler fucking? Oh my god. Anyway, what was she saying? I was just gonna say, um, the kid picks up the wrong book and it's about Rob Schneider.
and his ability to fuse animal parts to him. But he's in now Fantasia now, and the same sort of thing happens. But this time he's fused with the storybook character's eternal organs. So he's got a really big foot. Oh, he's got really strong hands. Oh, I bet he does. And he wants to use them on Falcor. <laughs> I say he gets the ability to fly from Falcor. I like that idea. He's got giant dragon wings. Well, no, Falcor doesn't have dragon wings. I know he doesn't. He just kind of floats. No, he's just very long. So what I'm saying is um, Schneider grows a dragon tail. <gasps> oh, my which God. Which allows him to fly. Oh, my goodness gracious me. I don't want Rob Schneider to go anywhere near the childlike Empress and whatever the the, the main guy's name is. Oh, no, they're is. adults now for sure for good. this movie. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not good. And it's called The Never-Ending Animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a bit like Teen Wolf because he's slowly turning into mm. this, like, creature out of storybooks. And it's a bit like they have to kind of stop him turning into this creature. Yeah. Because it, as it turns out, he's also been combined with the nothingness. Mm. And if he fully turns into this creature, he'll become the nightmare creature. Mm. And at the end, he does turn it into the nightmare creature. But Atreyu or whatever does a like, you got to believe in yourself. You just have to, um, you have to remember who you are. Yeah. And believe in yourself. He has like a dream flashback and in it is a shot of Falcor in a bikini. Oh, Falcor. <laughs> Atreyu. Mange. Falcor. Mange. Uh, yeah, no. And that's the movie. I hate it. And we'll never talk about this ever again. Speaking of never ending. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. Yay. This is such a long episode. It is, but it deserved its time, I feel. The more time, the merry. I don't think it did. Uh, it's time for rubber, 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 raving review. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that one. It's the part of the show where I grab the the reviews for this movie, but not the critic reviews, even though they were practically identical to the user reviews, uh, which is some were positive, but most was negative. Mm. I grabbed that little review and I tell it to Sandro, and he's like, "What if it's a big review?" Well, actually, some of them are a bit longer than the other ones, okay. so that's okay. fair. Okay. okay. Um, we'll allow it. Okay. Uh, and then I'll tell it to you, and then you have to guess between 0. 0.5 and 5 mm. out of 5. You came up with one of them as well, right? Yes, I've come up with one of these. So as a bonus little thing at the end, you can kind of guess which one's mine. Very cool. Let's do it. Justin says, one day... I too hope to fall off a cliff, flip and rupture my eternal organs, and have them replaced by animal ones so I can bang a mailbox. Can we lock this person up now, please? Can Justin <laughs> please be locked up? I'm just going to put that out there. Any law enforcement officers that listen to the podcast? <laughs> Justin of Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. You want justice for Justin? No, I want justice for the mailbox. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. That's harassment, Justin. Yeah. You can't do that to the mailbox. Uh, that sounds nah. Oh, it's so hard because it's not really a review. Yeah. Um, that's it. There's a few of those, this one. It's got a negative score, so it's got to be two, right? It's five out of five. 
five out is. of five. Of course it is. Cameron says, Dope, 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 dope. <laughs> what is that a reference to? <laughs> oh, there's a song that goes, Dope, dope, dope. I mean, a derp means it's dumb, so I'll say one. Oh, very close. It's 1.5. You were on the ball there. You are on the ball. Uh, Timothy says, if this animal comes near me, I'd be scared, but interested. What an enigma. Can we lock this person up as well, please? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's fair. Timothy needs to go as well. 3.5? That's uh, 4.5. Nah. All right, uh, next one. Next one. Maybe you'll get this one. I won't. It's by Ellie... F- <laughs> yeah, you won't. It's by Ellie Phantom. You're an animal, Rob. Sorry, sorry. I, I should say that better. Yeah, You're yeah. an animal, Rob. How about I take a crack at it, actually? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Go for it. You're an animal, Rob. I'm Adam Sandler. No, no, no. You need to do it a bit louder, Sandro. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to do that. No. There's an explanation mark. That's all. <laughs> Elephants. <laughs> You're an animal, Rob. Animal, Rob. Yeah. Five out of five? Oh, very close. It's 4.5 again. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> oh, I, I feel sorry for anyone who knows any of the people who have given this a positive rating. Oh, yeah, there's some positive ratings. You might appreciate now uh, Segundo's review. Sorry if I butchered your name there. He says, negative one star out of five. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. Really says something about the quality of your film where you're rooting for the villain to shoot the protagonist. It's true. That's, uh, it's 0.5. It is 0.5. Well done. Well done. There you go. Okay, one point, one point. Yeah, you definitely agreed with him. And then we have Arash, who says... The production team of Big Daddy have delivered another winner, end quote. That's the tagline from the first part of the show. And it's a great review. Um, that's negative. That's posted, ironically, one star. Oh, you were right on the money. It's 0.5. It's dead negative. (laughs) So close, but wrong rating. And I think it's true. I think... I think that tagline summarizes this movie very well as a 0.5. So thinking about it, I feel like your review was the first one, but I can't remember, like it was by Justin, but I can't remember what Justin said exactly. Oh, it was one day I too hope to fall off a cliff, rupture my eternal organs and have them replaced by animal ones so I can bang mailboxes. I feel like that's your one. You feel like that's that convoluted long one was mine? I think that's your one. Absolutely was. There we yes, go. Absolutely. Ah, there we go. There we go. God, it's like we've been doing this for like three years at plus. Plus, many years uh, apart from that. That's the episode. Ah, uh, thanks for listening to Holy Bitty Goody. We appreciate your ears, and we apologize for the shite that we're pumping into them yeah. with this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, if you like the show, though, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, t- telling a friend greatly helps out if you want to do that. Just be like, hey, friend, do you like goats? No, not like that. Oh, no, friend, what are you doing? <laughs> what? But you said, oh, sorry, I got this totally confused. <laughs> 
That is a great way to help out the show. Also, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Uh, just a cheeky rating there will help get new listeners on the show. If you've got some spare cash hanging around and want to catch some uh, new bonus episodes, you can do so right now. Patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. Uh, we just put out a few weeks ago the review of Memento. Yes, we are currently holding the good movies hostage. Yes. And you have to pay for them. Because <laughs> uh, we're doing that and then we're doing Ghost Rider in like a week and a bit, I think, which is exciting. I, I will say, if you've only got a little amount, I say go buy and watch Memento. Before you subscribe and listen to our podcast. Yeah. Because it is, spoiler, a good film. It's very good. Um, but we got heaps of dumb, fun episodes up on there, including the entire Police Academy series. Uh, we do some new mm. movies. New York Ninja, Evil Dead. It's all up there. And yeah, we're doing a series on Nicolas Cage. Six-part series on Nicolas Cage's wild performances, starting with Ghost Rider. Yeah, because I've always wanted to see it. And I've never had a good excuse to, and but now I do. Now we do. We're not doing Ghost Rider 2. Maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll follow that up eventually. Maybe we'll do a sequel to the K-Drama, and we can call it the Rage Cage. The, the, the K-Drama 2 Electric Rage Cage. <laughs> electric Rage Cage. Oh, man. Electric Rage Cage sounds like the, the fucking most baller wrestling match ever. Yeah, definitely. Because there's enough Nicolas Cage movies for us to do another series on him, I reckon. Oh, absolutely. This is probably, like, enough to do hundreds yeah. at this point. Uh, so that will be up on patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, oldiebuddygoodypod. Same handle on everything, really. Facebook and then our personal accounts are there as well on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, etc. Thanks to Josh Cake for our theme song. Thanks to That's Not Canon Productions, our network for all the good stuff that you do as well. And now, Sandro, although it pains me, Oh. It's time for you to choose next week episode. All right, all right, all right. Which is unfortunate because I would have liked to keep the trash rolling. Mm. But then again, I've I've seen the future. I've foretelled it. What? I've looked into the beyond. What? And I have seen that you might be forced to pick garbage anyway. So Oh no. <laughs> so the anniversary party. A comedy drama where a wedding anniversary gets out of control when an unexpected gift arrives. That's so weird. Like, it's weird looking at the movies that came out during summer 21 years ago. Oh, yeah. Because they're so different to the movie landscape we're in now. Oh, yeah. So different. It's like big blockbuster season. You got your big Marvel movies. You've got your small DC movies. Yeah. You've got your. <laughs> you've got. Uh, there's other movies, right? There's oh, other you've stuff. got your random new IPs, which are just video game movies, but they're they're what? done slightly better than old video game movies. What are you talking about? Sonic Two and Uncharted. I um, saw Sonic Two. There's one really funny joke in it. I've also seen Sonic Two. What is your funny joke from that movie? I can't remember. I think it was something that Idris Elba did as Knuckles. Oh, yeah. Knuckles was pretty funny. Yeah. 
Look, it's not a great movie, but I liked it. It 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 felt super transformery for me because there's a lot of human plot that I do not give a shit about in that Half movie. Half the film is oh, that's one joke I liked was when the guy he fell on the ice sculpture and was like, "It's really cold." <laughs> oh, that's because you're lying on ice. <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty funny." That is that is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I watched that movie without seeing the first one. It's better than the first one. It's funnier than the first one. Although Jim Carrey is better in the first one, I'll say that. But everything else I think is better in two. Oh, really? Because I did like Jim Carrey. I loved yeah. Giant Eggman. That was pretty sweet. Anyway, little sidetrack there. Bride of the Wind. Period biopic about a composer and socialite, Alma Malha. Hmm. Divided we fall. An award-winning film about a childless couple who decide to hide a Jewish friend during World War II. Okay, okay. Evolution. A meteorite crashes. People go to investigate and find that it contains extra terrestrials who quickly evolve. Evolution, that sounds familiar. Uh, And then we have Swordfish. An action movie about Hugh Jackman. Oh, let's go. As a computer hacker. Oh, no. He's drawn into a bank robbery conspiracy. I've seen things about both Swordfish and Evolution recently. Maybe because their 21st anniversary is coming up, people are talking about them. Right, right. Let me look at Evolution. Evolution sounds familiar. I think there's something about that movie. I think I saw it on a YouTube video talking about Ghostbusters. Oh, you have seen it. Okay. I've seen this movie. I saw this pretty recently as well. Like last year. I think I saw it. It was on TV. Uh, Okay. Because I remember I was watching a review for the new Ghostbusters movie and someone mentioned it's the new sequel to Ghostbusters and I don't mean Evolution. And it's kind of been on my radar since then because I'm like, what is Evolution? I've never heard about it. I know that Swordfish is garbage, uh, so I will pick Evolution, thank you. (gasps) Yes! Oh, dude, Evolution. Wow, Evolution is a wild movie. Okay. That is a wild... That's your classic, like... Almost thing-like, sort of sci-fi. Not exactly a horror-esque. It is horror because, like, the world's under attack from aliens. Yeah, that's pretty scary. But, like, there's that whole scientist angle, like, what the heck is this thing? Oh, it's evolving. I'm definitely chucking Swordfish on a list, though, because, like, Hugh Jackman, John Travolta, Halle Berry, and Don Cheadle. Absolutely, absolutely. I I love me a jacked man. Um, so... Uh, whatever floats you, you. <laughs> whatever floats your goat, I would say. Oh, boy. And we're right back to the goats, which means it's time to wrap up the episode. We'll be back next week with Evolution, but we're going to wrap this one up right now with the best quote from the animal. My favourite quote is actually a letterbox review. Oh, okay. Uh, from Colin the Dude, who says, Deuce Bigelow... Pet defective. <laughs> That's my favorite quote from the movie. Uh, I'll finish it off with my probably one of my favorite quotes, which is to say, "Ooh, two beast kissing. That's hot." When was that? That was the fatty guy saying it about the woman and the guy kissing at the end. Yeah, two beasts. And he goes, two beasts kissing. That's hot." And then the other guy looks at him like, "What the?" F-? And I think that's very appropriate to end this podcast with. Uh, New iPad notes. Who to lock up? Justin? 
Fatty from the movie The Animal. <laughs> You've got a big list there now. Wait, you're Justin. Oh my god, I've got to lock you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm so glad you just realised it. I'm the one. I'm the killer. I'm the villain the whole time. Da, da, da. Da, da, da.